Hey, Violet, can you hear me? Hey, hey, what's up? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Appreciate you jumping on the Miss Manual podcast. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. It's a pleasure. So we've been talking for a minute, but we're going to get this thing on the road. Uh, I want to go ahead and thank again everybody that's listening thus far. This is the Miss Mayo Podcast, home to uh, viewing a female perspective in the automotive industry, talking about everything under the sun. Um, and today we have guest Violet, a.k.a. on Instagram. Is it a Girls Only Garage? Is that your tag name? Yeah, it's at Girls Only Garage on Instagram and Facebook. Amazing, amazing. So I, I see there's a bunch that I want to talk about, um, but I see that you you started your blog, your, your blog, and I wanted to kind of touch into that and the main purpose behind behind that thing because I read a little bit about it, and one of the topics that really stuck out to me was um, you were talking about um, just knowing the the basics of your car like how it operates to you know maybe learn knowing how to change your own tire if you need to but if, if you can kind of like go into like what motivated you to start that to what's your what's your goal with it and we can kind of go from yeah. there um so the whole purpose behind the blog is just to create a resource for average women and girls um not necessarily ones who are super into the automotive industry maybe they don't know how to change a tire or they don't know how to jump start a car and uh if they ever needed to know they could hop on there figure it out or just you know in their spare time read on there and then also to kind of create a kind of more directed towards the girly girl Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a lot of um, the notion that I see is if you're into cars, you are probably a tomboy or just all around, you know, like you don't wear makeup, you're like you don't wear fancy clothes. And I just kind of want to break that stereotype because I am not the type of girl who, you know, never wears makeup, but like I'm <laughs> the opposite. And I know there's a lot of girls out there who think that it's one or the other. And mm-hmm. I just, yeah, I just want to show that it can be both and just make kind of like a lifestyle blog or Instagram or what have you for the girly girl who's into cars. I'm glad, I'm glad you're coming right with this and you're spread to do it. Cause again, that's, that's a mutual that's a mutual feeling I have in terms of uh, just doing the whole Miss Manual thing. I want to bring a, a big community of uh, people in the automotive industry. Even better, I want to I want to make it welcome for females to that aren't they don't have to be gearheads or a tomboy, but just being educated on the fact of knowing how to do certain things if you need it to be and not being so reliant on you know just everybody else like. It, it'd be awesome to know how to do these things for yourself. You don't have to make it a lifestyle, but it more so it's like a tool. It's like, you don't need a hammer in every situation. You don't need a screwdriver in every situation, but it's just good to have it. Right. And yeah, it's like a lot of people think, you know, and if you want to know about cars or you want to know how to fix your own car, that you have to know everything and you, you don't, you can, you, you know, you can just YouTube whatever you need to know 
if you need to fix your alternator, you can go get yourself a Chilton's manual and a YouTube video and you can figure it out. <laughs> you don't need to be an expert. Exactly. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm so glad. I'm glad we're talking about this because it, it needs to be preached because uh, that's, that's, that's the reason why this podcast, another reason it exists because people see social media and they feel like you have to be one or the other. You got a perception. And that goes into uh, something we were talking about a few weeks ago. You brought to my attention uh, imposter syndrome. I wanted to kind of go ahead and talk about that. But um, for those who don't know, or give a summary on like what that means. Uh, what's what's the definition or a, a brief definition of imposter syndrome? So imposter syndrome is basically where you're totally qualified for something, whether it's doing a job or just answering a question. Mm -hmm. or, and it could really be applied to anything, but mainly let's say if you're speaking about a job, it's where you feel that you don't know how you got the job you feel like you're not qualified like you're not as good as other people at doing the job um and it's just kind of like that self-defeating idea that you're mm -hmm. not good enough even though everyone goes through it everyone has their doubts and their own abilities whether you're male or female whether you have one year experience or 10 years experience and it's, um, like, it's like having a voice in your head what, what was that? It's like having it's like it's like having the the angel on one shoulder and the devil on the other, like just the, the 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 critic in your head. Yeah, and it can really be detrimental for someone who's just starting out, especially in the automotive industry. I know I felt like this when I first started out working at a tire shop. That um, I I was just like, how did I even get this job? You know, how am I even qualified for this? And, uh, you know, I don't know anything. And actually, you know, once you get used to it and you start to get to know the people who you're around, you're like, actually, I'm no different than anyone else. Everyone starts somewhere. Mm -hmm. what, what do you what do you feel? What do you feel uh, in a community that someone I see online, a lot of people are judgmental or or people are categorizing people and saying, oh, if you do this, uh, you you suck or something like how do you how do you how do we make the community how would you what would you say are some solutions to making the community more welcoming than you know than it is because there's people out there that are curious like there's people that listen there's people that have reached out and they have interest on learning about uh the basics of fixing on the car or drifting or or anything out of nature but they're scared what somebody's opinion is going to be or you know they're, they're brain telling them like i'm not supposed to do this because i'm a girl like do you have any any uh maybe some things that you feel like that helped you like maybe help somebody that's listening. I would say just ignore the haters. Um, everyone's everyone always likes to rag on other people because it makes themselves feel better or something. Like I see in um, groups on Facebook all the time, like car groups, uh, you know, even it's mostly other females will make fun of girls who use a uh, hashtag car girl or something or like they call themselves like a car girl and they'll be like oh you don't know this uh, you know I was changing I was fixing cars when you were in diapers and da 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 you know oh I'm so much more experienced than you therefore you know <laughs> you need to go right? 
<laughs> basically. And I'd say that those people are really privileged and um, they're privileged to have all of that experience and lucky that they were given those opportunities and just remind yourself that everyone starts from somewhere. There was a time maybe when they were four years old and their daddy started teaching them about cars that, Mm -hmm. you know, they didn't know and someone taught them. And if you don't have someone to teach you and you have to teach yourself, but you still want to learn, that's what you got to do. Gotcha. Keep your nose down and just do it. And there are people out there who are willing to help you. And you just got to kind of shuffle through the haters and make your way. Awesome. And to go into that, like, uh, I remember I was talking before, you said you, you you felt like that personally at one point. Like, you just didn't see any other females. Like, you felt like you're by yourself, but you've been recently, you recently started to discover other inspiring or uplifting females in the automotive industry online. Could you, could you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, you know, it's crazy because when I first started to work on cars, I w- after I got my first car, I kind of told myself, I'm never going to take my car to the shop because I always watched my dad fix cars. And my dad, mm-hmm. was, my dad is not a mechanic. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of like, you know, if you don't have money to pay a mechanic, you got to do it yourself. Right. And that was the mindset I had. I was like, I'm just going to, um, you know, do everything myself. And I didn't really think anything of it. I was just like, whatever, you know, this is what everyone does. You don't have money for a mechanic. You fix your car yourself. And people would say things to me like, um, you know, just walking by because I live in apartments. So people walking by in the apartments be like, oh, wow, look, a girl's fixing her car. And I'm just like, what's the big deal? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. Take a picture. It'll last longer. (laughs) And um, yeah, I I just kind of kept on with that mindset. I was like, whatever, not a big deal you know casually change my tire in a parking lot somewhere mm. people are like do you need some help i'm like no why would it no i'm fine <laughs> tire bro yeah <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and so i was in college for a couple years and i dropped out and i i was looking for a job and one of my friends recommended that um i go work at this tire shop and uh once i got there I, and I was, I started and it was my first day and I was like, wow, I'm the only girl here. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, that kind of sucks. Gonna, I don't got no girls to talk to. And then every day somebody would make it a point to comment on the fact that I was the only girl or they were like, you know, I've never in the shop. And yeah. Like customers in the, in the shop would be like, wow, you know, I've never seen a girl change a tire before. Or to be like, wow, you're really strong. And I'm like, okay, for the first month or so. And then I got used to it. And I was like, wow, maybe this isn't normal. And that's, you know, and once I started to kind of realize that little by little, it really dawned on me like, wow, I I really am alone in here as a girl, you know, like really, you know, there's really not a lot of women out here doing this. And it, it took me a while to realize it. And after I did, yeah, I just started feeling more and more alone. Really? So, so how long do you still work at that same shop? Or I actually ended up quitting there because of the 
just all sorts of emotional trauma. And I'm sure a lot of females listening to this can probably relate. Um, I've definitely seen it affect other women, um, one that I talked to recently. And uh, yeah, it's just a shame that the industry as a whole, especially the repair industry, I think dealerships and uh, like parts stores and places like that are definitely a lot more advanced than the whole sexual equality sector. But Mm -hmm. repair shops, I think in general, just still need a lot of work. And uh, that company that I worked for, their policies, I'd say were just not where I was used to being that I was new to the industry. And um, yeah, I just couldn't deal with it anymore, so I quit. I got you. Now, are you are you are you uh, still in in the automotive industry as far as where you work now? Or? Yeah, I work at a parts store now, so it's a lot better. Cool, cool. It's a lot better, a lot better environment. Yeah, I've had uh, three female coworkers already, and um, I see women at all sorts of other parts stores. Amazing. Yes, 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 yes. It's starting to, like I said, it's it's progress, it's progress, but it's slowly but surely. Now, on my next question, uh, so you said you, you kind of learned, you, you're self-taught in terms of just like where you originally started in uh, just being like a mechanic, like did you, did you learn a little bit from your dad and you do a little bit of research on YouTube, like how did that come about, like when you like started to like teach yourself? Oh, good question. So how I started learning, I guess, was I pretty much just taught myself. Um, I don't come from money. So every time I would have to buy a car, you know, I'd be looking on Craigslist or whatever other site for like the four or $500 cars, you know. And I would just ask my dad, like, hey, does this sound bad? And he'd be like, what does it need? A head gasket? Oh, no. Yeah, you don't want that. And I'd be like, what? And I'd be like, how hard is it to fix? And he'd be like, you got to do this and that. And I just kind of started to, like, stitch together the little pieces and just kind of, like, get to know, like, okay, so this part is, you know, goes to this. And I don't want anything that's got a broken this or that. Right. um, Then, you know, once I started buying cars, I, of course, had to do work on them. Or, right. And, um, yeah, so when it came, when it was asking questions, I had no problem getting answers to my questions. But when it came time to actually doing the stuff, I would ask for help, and it would basically be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll do it tomorrow, or I'll do it next weekend, or whatever. And I was like, why when you ask for help? So I ended up having to pretty much start doing it myself, and then I'd be, like, running up and down the stairs, like, do you have this tool? Do you have that tool? And he'd be like, whatever, let me help you. And um, yeah, I just had manuals and YouTube and my dad's tools and just kind of asked questions and just figured out how stuff works. So you developed a lot of patience along the way because, you know, you definitely got to be patient being just, just putting something together, let alone working on your own car, working on someone else's. Yeah, I'd say working on someone else's car is way more scary than working on your own car. Because you don't know, you know, you don't want to mess up. Yeah, or... if it's your own car, you're like, whatever, you know. 
<laughs> if it's someone else's car, you're like, down. I have to pay for that like today. Right. Now, it was, I had another question. Um, so what's something like you working at that shop and just having the experience that she, that she has thus far uh, to this present day, what are some things that you've seen that's super common? Because I remember in your blog, your, your blog used to talk about day-to-day people that need to uh, we get caught up in life and then we tend to forget about like little things. Like what are some common things that you just see most people just forget about? Like, oh, they forgot to change their oil and then their car and they, they destroy their engine or, you know, they, they, their brakes ease because, you know, their paths are like grinding. Like what's something that you see that's common that a lot of day-to-day people need to learn that you've seen a lot of people pay for in terms of, you know, costs and stuff like that. I would say your tires because, and I'm not just saying this because I worked at a tire shop. I might be, (laughs) but tires are so expensive. Um, And especially like when you're going to look at a car to buy one, look at the tires because it'll tell you a lot about how the person took care of the car. can tell you if the alignment's off. You can tell if the shocks are worn. You know, if you jack it up, you know, you can test out the tie rods and all of that. Um, so yeah, just look at the tires. If there's one thing that you should do and like check your pressure on your tires, cause that can really mess up how they wear out. And then, you know, that can make them wear out like twice as fast, make them blow out if they're too low. And yeah, I guess with the newer cars, it's not that bad because it tells you when the pressure is too low, but a lot right. of them, uh, won't tell you if it's too high or they'll even, um, be set too high when they program the sensors. Really? Yeah. What is, what, what's, 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 uh, what's, what's the consequence of uh, leaving your, uh, not, not getting your, your uh, alignment realigned? Like if it's, if your wheels are like dense in or, or they're like crooked, like if people don't get that fixed, like what's, 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 what's a bad consequence of not getting that taken care of? Because it'll wear on one side. So you'll get like a flat spot and like, mm. it drives me crazy. I'll walk by my neighbor's cars every day and I'm like, oh my God, the tire's about to blow the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. She's like knocking on doors. She's like, no, my God. I have to know on someone's car before, I'm not going to lie. That's what's up. You're looking out. It's like, hey, like, as I'm saying, like, you can't help it. Like you just, you're so immersed into the field. You're so immersed into you know, seeing it, did it, did it, I get it. Like for me, like I'm, I'm heavy in the marketing, and I can't even go to the store and enjoy. You know, ooh, I want to get that, and I'm like, man, I already know those pe- those pants that they're selling it. Like example, like the iPhone, uh, iPhone XS. Like they literally have told us we're not changing anything besides we're gonna give it like a new camera, and we got two different sizes. Like the the fact that people people are gonna buy it regardless, even though there's nothing different. From the phone they have now, as far as the previous version of the iPhone, uh, they're just buying it just because. But literally, it costs the same, if not less, and they're probably going to charge more for it uh, just due to the fact that it's newer. But like, see, I just can't, I can't like not talk about that, or, like I noticed that. So I definitely get it. Like you can't like acknowledge, like is that a bald tire? Like I've literally seen the same four tires on this car for the past four months. They have, and they drive like four times out of the week. So they got to at least put at least 
50,000 miles on this thing in the past like eight months or whatever right. so I get and then it. if your tire is too low it'll, it you know it could actually even pinch in the corner on the inside of the tire and you would never know because it's inside who checks inside your tire nobody you know and that could cause your tire to blow out on the freeway or something when you're going really fast that could be scary or if, you're, if your mm. tire is lowered one time I had like this 2008 Dodge Charger and it, it was pretty low to the ground and the chick's tire was separating but it was separating on the inside of the tire so she never would have seen it if she didn't get a flat tire and have to come in to fix her flat which was just mm. random because it had a bolt in it but I was like you know I can't fix this because the tire separating and she had to get like $500 in new tires just because wow. the alignment was off jeez that's insane yeah, yeah I've, I've been there, like I said, I'm not going to lie, like I said, I've I've had that, like I remember years ago, didn't necessarily know what the sound of calibers, uh, or not calcet calibers, brakes grinding, where the pad was just completely like just bare bone. Yeah, and bad. Yeah, regular brake, uh, again, my, my brake pads changed, like, came on this, on this 04 Taurus, went from like $200 to like, Five hundred, six hundred dollars because the calibers froze, and you know how to get new brake pads and a bunch of other stuff. Just to the fact that I, I didn't understand the noise, but definitely want to live and learn for sure. So yeah, I would say just like in general, a general thing that I would tell somebody who wants to be a better car owner is just to listen, and if you like, turn your radio off and just listen to your car while you're driving. It up when you hear a noise you never heard yeah, before. and just figure out what it is you know you can go to a mechanic and ask them questions you don't have to pay them to ask a simple question hey what's this noise they can give you a list of maybe five things it could be and you can narrow it down do your own research and it, it's really simple you know hell yeah now, now what's your girl what's your goal uh with we're just with the content you want to post, because I like on the Garage Girls on your blog, like you say, you want to have it. A, you want to have it a place to kind of help beginner people or people that aren't really fond of cars. Females aren't really fond of cars. Like, what are some basic stuff that you're looking to like? Kind of maybe elaborate on um, and share in your blog and just your journey in terms of just uh, girls on the garage. Well, my blog is still really new, so I'm I'm still mm-hmm. kind of figuring out. Um, my writing style and uh, putting up posts here and there just kind of based on whatever I'm doing that week. <laughs> um, so like, I, just, That's fine. That's fine. I was just at work and um, there was this leaking bottle of diesel exhaust fluid and somehow it got on my pants and stained my pants. And so I'm like, okay, maybe this week I'll make a how to get diesel exhaust fluid out of your pants blog. I don't know. And I'm, <laughs> that's pretty much my strategy right now. I got you. I got you. Like I said, it's okay. That's what I'm saying. Like you're, 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 you're eager to really share and give value to people, and you're figuring it out as you go along. Because you know, there's so many things, and just the, just the chronics of just owning, or being a car owner, and work, let alone working on cars, it never ends. Yeah, so there is so many resources out there. Like if you don't know how to do um anything (laughs) you can pretty much find somewhere that will 
explain, say you don't know how to put your wiper blades on, you can find a million blog articles that will tell you how to put your wiper blades on. But on my blog, you will find one article written by me, a woman who works in auto and just kind of like, I get it, you know, like, I guess it takes a girl to know a girl. (laughs) That's awesome. You're awesome, Violet. I love love the vibe. I love that you're, you know, inspired to do this. You you can tell that you're excited about it. And that's that's all you really can do. Like, instead of, you know, tearing people down. And, like, the alternative is to really just be excited to not only learn yourself, but to share with others and and pull pull people up. Like, have a hand hand out there and pull people up. For sure. Uh, That's what I love to do. I just, I love it. When I, I have a girl or even a guy, you know, if I just have someone who doesn't know something and I actually take the time to talk to them and teach them and I see that they're listening and they're eager to learn too, they're as eager to learn as I am eager to teach them and then they pay attention and I tell them, so this is how you do it or whatever. And they're like, wow, thank you. You know, nobody's ever taken the time. That's what makes me smile. And Hell I get yeah. that from people all the time. They're like, you know, like nobody's ever really taken the time to explain that to me or they've never explained it in a way that I could understand. And that's just, that's, that's what gets me. Hell yeah. I love it. I know well, like what you should do. Uh, something to think about anytime, maybe something comes up during the week, maybe at work or a thought uh, either before or during a break or, or when you're at home is maybe go like face, not Facebook live, maybe Instagram live. And just kind of just sharing just information on just little stuff. Not necessarily expect anything out of it. Just you make it you make it a point of saying like, hey, like this this is just girls, uh, girls in the garage. And today we're gonna talk about the simp the, the basic things to look out for when uh, your tires are gonna do this or when you hear this noise. I think that'll be really valuable to people and not only be valuable but really attract a lot of people that are either beginners or, you know, that, that aren't uh, too fond of asking anybody for help, but they might see you go live and, oh, my God, I got to tell my friend <laughs> about this. Like she's been, she's been dying to know, but she's been too shy, and then she has, she's in the comfort of her own home or her car, and then she sees you go live. I think that would be really great because, like I said, it's all about bringing it all together, and you, you definitely have the voice to do that. For sure. Thank you. That's a really good idea. Like I said, it's what I do. It's what I do. Like I said, it's 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 something. Sometimes I wish I could turn it off when I'm when I'm sleeping or when I'm going to go to sleep. But I'm always trying to think of different ways. To just I'm always just thinking on the go, thinking backwards, just seeing how I can help the next person, just like you are. Yeah, I think yeah, that would be great if um you know that way my peeps on Facebook or whatnot, maybe they're not in the mood to go spend three hours on youtube trying to teach themselves how cars work but they can take like 30 seconds and watch me on live that would be cool exactly exactly that's what i'm saying like it it, it can it can take i've seen it take off before and i, I can definitely see that taking off just especially with the fact of just being consistent um but um well one of my last questions um uh, do you have any body Online, on the online world or offline that you maybe look up to or inspire female or, or male in the automotive industry oh my god yes um probably a lot of your audience has heard of her because she's pretty famous in the auto world right now 
And even some of my friends who aren't even interested in cars have heard of her. Patrice Banks from Girls Auto Clinic. She wrote the Girls Auto Clinic Glove Box Guide. I love her. Oh, my God. I've listened to all of her podcasts. And I'm like, I like to think I'm pretty cool with Girls Auto Clinic on Instagram. But, (laughs) yeah, I totally look up to her. I think what she's doing to help women to learn about their cars, like, especially just the fact that she's so immersed in her local community I think it's just really awesome and super inspiring and it's even got me thinking that I should start my own workshop for my local community and I just I really love what she stands for and how she's a girly girl and she's not the type to be like oh you know I can't wear heels to work she she don't care she wears heels to work Yes, I love it. Yeah, I'm a really big, really big fan of hers. I'm, I'm working on. Uh, I have to remind you, I gotta send them a send them an email. I want to get her on and really, you know, really uh, dissect her brain and really bring her to my audience to to go ahead and bring more inspiration because she's definitely she's got that take names, ask questions later, uh, take names. Just really just take a command like with her shop to you know it being all females yeah. to oh she's just workshop. so real like she's like yeah. you know I w- I didn't used to be an expert she's like I taught myself I went to college I did this I did that you know I'm not an idiot I was an engineer but <laughs> you know I didn't care about cars and she's like just like totally done a 180 and and she's just so real I love it. <laughs> that's awesome that's it i'm even more excited to get her on and talk to her because yeah, i love her vibe i love all that she's doing a lot for the females all over the industry like she got her commercials her collaborations the whole shebang like she's one of the pioneers uh for for females in the automotive and it's great to hear that she's inspired you and like i said it's everything coming in steps like that's why this podcast exists that's why i'm so inspired to talk to people like yourself and uh, Patrice, because there's no, there, there needs to be a, a platform and a consistent platform for for females to really give their POV on things such as the nature that we're talking about. And so uh, it's 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 uh, really exciting to think about the next what six to twelve months. Yes, for sure, Patrice. If you're listening to this, come on the podcast. Yeah, I'm gonna snip this part and I'm gonna send it to her. So I'm like, "Yep, your fan was like, yo, she's like number one, die hard. She wanted to start her own shop, and she said you need to come on. So thanks for doing that. But um, for for those again that are listening, where can people find you again? As far as like following your journey, as well as um, as as well as uh, just yeah, like I said, when you start doing uh your lives and your blog, what is it called? My blog is called Girls Only Garage. I got the really long, ugly Wix URL right now, but I'm going to change it pretty soon. Um, and my Instagram is at Girls Only Garage. And then I have a Facebook group that people can join. So whether you are a seasoned car enthusiast or you're just starting out, because I welcome both because we need people to ask questions. And then we also need people to answer the questions. That mm-hmm. would be facebook.com slash groups slash girls only garage, all one word. Amazing. Well, I appreciate you for hopping on, Violet. Again, like I said, it's, it's, I've been.
talk to you and get your POV and again uh, bring your story to your people. There's a lot of people like yourself that at one point that they feel alone and they felt alone, but this podcast is to give the give the uh, give the light and the beacon to show females all around either whether they're seasoned enthusiasts and whatever it may be, a drifter, mechanic, whatever, or they want to learn about it. They're not alone. That they can dip into both worlds. You don't have to pick one versus the other. You can be a model that never works on their car but knows how to change a tire or vice versa, whatever. There's so many scenarios around the time where you don't have to choose to be either or. Like if you want to be the breadwinner as a female and then you have a husband that stays at home, you can do that. We live in that time where that can happen and so many other things. But and um, I just want to say really quick, there's no criteria for calling yourself a car enthusiast, for claiming that you like cars or whatever, or to say, like, I work on cars. You know, there's there's no criteria that you have to meet. It's just whenever you feel like you're at a point where you can say, I like doing this, go do that thing. Don't let anyone tell you that you're not ready or that you don't know enough or you're not expert enough. Just do what feels right for you. Hell yeah, Violet. I'm excited. Like I say, you got you got a fire burning in you, which gets me super stoked. Wow, thank you so much for having me. Not a problem. And again, for those who are listening, if that resonated with you, give uh give Violet a follow. Again, girls only garage. Uh is is what her her name is for all platforms, Facebook, her website, her Instagram, and follow her journey. If this resonated with you, share it with yourself. But if it, re- if it resonated with you so well to the next level, share it with somebody you feel like it could potentially inspire. And so uh, nothing to sell, just more story to tell. Uh, you guys have a sensational day. And talk to you soon. Okay.